John 9, 3 is uh, extremely touching. And just like any scripture, for me, it's become like more powerful over time. It's uh, John 9, 3, I think, as I said before. It says, Jesus answered, Neither hath this man sin nor his parents, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. This is when, you know, people brought this guy who'd been blind from birth and was like, Hey, like, who sinned this guy or his parents that he was born blind? And Jesus is like, Yeah, like, no, it was just so God could work in him and basically show forth his his works and, and miracles and, and stuff and be a witness and stuff to other people. Lately, I'm going to talk a little bit about myself. Lately, it's been good being in general conference and being in that in that well, that that river, if you want to call it, that uh, East Atlantic Current, the EAC from Finding Nemo, just riding through that and all the spiritual awesomeness of that. But then the end of conference, there's that feeling of, oh, wow, now we're back to real life. You know, but now we're back to the same level of spiritual beauty and stuff that we had before, at least of our inner thoughts. And so it's like, we need to do different things. And the reason I thought of this scripture in particular, well, I don't really know why I had some ideas come to mind during conference of things I could talk about. And right now I'm like, man, it would be nice if I had so many better things set up with this podcast, but I don't really know what else to say, except I know it just has to keep going. Cause right now this is a giant tender mercy for me to help me make sense of certain thoughts so right now I'm thinking about how conference and all this other stuff and living with family and all the dogs barking and stuff. It's driven me a little bit insane, just a little bit. These things expose my symptoms a lot more clearly of my ADHD. When I was diagnosed with my ADHD, it was on my mission in a very vulnerable time when we weren't able to leave the house because of how snowy and this great winter storm that came in and it threw a lot of variables out the window a lot of choices of being able to go out and just get some fresh air and being able to reach out to people it it threw a lot of that out of the door and you know I went and got a little bit of counseling on the mission I also got my ADHD diagnosis and I had really no idea of what that actually meant and there's a lot of beauty to it too which is you know I had this thought about, you know, today, like how my ability to focus, hyper-focus from the ADHD, that is going to lead to my financial and any kind of freedom whatsoever. That That's where it has always come from. I mean, there's been times where, you know, and I've literally just read the scriptures like two or three hours straight, you know, it happened when I was in my teens. And then there'd be other times I just pray and pray and pray. And it's clearly there's this ability that I've been blessed with to really sink in to the scriptures and the things of spiritual matters, but that doesn't really fit super well when you keep in mind that we're living in a world that is not as celebratory as such things. But the nice thing about spiritual matters is they paint the picture and they draw a lot of the the drawing, I guess, that you can color it in with the the temporal. I think it's Doctrine and Covenants twenty nine thirteen that says, basically, it says like, "Hey, I haven't given you any law that was temporal. Every law that I've given you is spiritual, like law of chastity, word of wisdom. You know, all those different things. They all have to do with spiritual matters." It says, you know, it, like obviously, there's temporal implications, but it's 
it's the drawing, it's the the tracing that the law is really about. And I know that sounds a little bit crazy. I don't know. I just sort of came up with that on the spot, but it does make some sense to me. Like there does need to be some following. There has to be some disciplining as far as like staying focused for there to be any focus at all. So, and that has certainly been the case for me, you know, the fact of not really having a job right now and sort of wishy-washy answers and basically all the important questions of my life, it's brought me to my knees a lot. And it's also brought me to this bench that I'm in right now because I'm not going to find the solace I'm looking for for some time, you know, besides like from the Lord, you know, like I'll always have what I need from him each day. And sometimes I'm like, okay, can we like hurry this along? And it's sort of like the guy who wants to get healed early from his blindness and eventually that day comes. And for that guy, it was more of a cure for me. I think it's always going to be kind of more of a healing. And, you know, a thought that comes to mind with this is that when, when a wound is, you know, not properly taken care of and it starts to scab over, it's not wise to do things that would have the scab come off, right? We need to be kind to ourselves. You know, the the talk from President Nelson, you know, the prophet was very powerful to me in that when we lose control of ourselves, we can throw around scalpels like that one person did, like in actuality, and it landed in his arm. You know, we can throw things around and lose control of ourselves and stuff. And I don't really know what is going to become of the rest of my life. I don't really know. All I know is that the future is as bright as our faith. And I'm just like, we'll just, just hang on, you know, just keep going. And I know like the Lord has given me a lot of things to help me thrive and to learn and, and grow. And, and so I'm going to trust in that. But at the same time, I'm also, sometimes I have this recurring thought, like, dude, I just have to hang on for like, like 68, 80 more years. <laughs> And I just have to be like true enough to the savior and just be true enough in those moments where my children are looking at me, like my future children and just be there consistently enough and be there for whoever I'm asked to be there for and follow whatever promptings I need to follow. And then it'll, it'll be all right. You know, I can go into the next life and know that the Lord did his works in me that that needed to happen right it's it's humbling because my talents have helped me a great deal and they've also exposed a lot of my my weaknesses you know my need to be more organized in some matters like I can be extremely organized but with some things I sort of let the organization come later or something and then it it's a little messy it's easy to keep creating on something that doesn't really have a clear basis yet. Yeah, so that that's something. And, you know, it goes along, it echoes what the prophet Joseph Smith said a little bit about when he finally, like, passed over the, the priesthood keys that he'd been given by Peter, James, and John. You know, when he finally had followed, you know, the time was right and he just gave it to the you know apostles and everything moved on he said thank god now it doesn't matter what happens to me (laughs) like i felt that a number of times already with some of the youtube channels and things of that nature and i think of that when it comes to following promptings and stuff like 
a lot of prompt things I follow, it's for people I'll probably never see again in this life. And sometimes it just presses on me so hard. It's like, I need to do something about this. And I've also learned to temper it and being like, you know what? It's like that one talk that came in today about from Elder Stanfield about the harvest and the Lord is going to reap a perfect harvest from an imperfect effort. So we just do what we can. That's something that my grandma also sent to me in a letter while I was on my mission before she passed away a couple years later. Rest in peace, grandma. Was about this story about this teacher that always got apples and this kid only had a potato because their family was less well off. And then when the teacher got the potato, she's like, wow, I haven't really gotten a potato before. And she celebrated the effort, you know, it's always more than zero. And I think of like this guy who has made, his eyes are made uh, open and there's a really cool song from Living Scriptures about it. Like, where can I find you, Lord? And he's like talking about trying to find the Lord. And I remember like that song piercing my heart when I was younger, you know, and understanding a little bit of its significance. But I think of like the life he must have tried to live after being cured you know by by the lord it's it's beautiful it's uh, it's amazing to ponder on that it also blows my mind a little bit too about where jesus talks with some of the guys and he tells them that you need to be made blind before you can see or, or something along those lines and basically says like basically what's in first corinthians two fourteen that i actually looked up so you know pat on the back for myself for doing that about uh, the spiritually discerned, the natural man does not discern what is spiritual. So First Corinthians 2.14, yeah. So it's interesting. It's interesting. I, I like this verse a lot because it shows that the works of God are going to be made manifest in this person, even if we don't quite understand what that is going to look like yet. For me, my symptoms are not super clear until I am in a environment of, in my mind, disarray, lack of order and lack of choices. There's a lot of things I can do. There's a lot of choices I can make. It's just my environment right now makes it a little more difficult, which for me makes it difficult to even get started with such a thing. You know, in between conference sessions today, I was like, okay, I'm going to go on a walk and I'm going to take a nice shower. I'm going to do all this other stuff. And I ended up just passing out. I did because there's like so many different thoughts and so many different things. It's like there's this entire world of thoughts going on in my mind and it's really hard to not just pay attention to it and take action and move along. You know, me going on this walk immediately brought all my thoughts to this focus about this thing. And and there you go. We all have struggles. We all have problems. We all have challenges. I'd rather say challenges and problems. But that is that is the world we live in, you know, ever since, you know, as long, pretty, well, I, I often say at least now that I'm pretty oblivious to what's happening a lot of the time. And so I'll go and I'll talk to somebody that maybe somebody else doesn't want to talk to because I just, I'm curious. I want to go talk to them. And that is, uh, you know, that is a quote unquote weakness or challenge that the Lord has used many times. So, because I'm willing to reach out to anybody so yeah it's just some thoughts a little more vulnerable obviously but i think this scripture goes along very well with any thoughts you might have if you like you look at conference like wow that was really cool it's easy to feel inadequate or something to measure up to those messages and surely they're meant to inspire and there's actually a talk from elder holland about that about how 
the messages of general conference are meant to inspire and yeah but yeah the works of god are going to be made manifest in you and it makes me think of mosiah eight eighteen about how you know the lord has provided a way that man through faith might work mighty miracles and he becometh a great benefit to his fellow beings and i always saw that that as like being a superhero and that is us when our with our unique individual capabilities we're able to impact and help out other people but we do need to be kind to ourselves and help ourselves have places to go so we can say and pour out what's on our minds so that's what i just did so there you go i'm thankful for the scriptures and helping them to get better direction and understanding and the scriptures are so amazing this is just my thoughts on one scripture but I just think of like all the people in my life, like my grandpa who passed away from Parkinson's for like, he passed away for, well, he passed away a couple of years ago, but six years ago, but he had Parkinson's for a really long time. Went from like chasing me and my cousin around to being in a wheelchair to me like feeding him like he was a baby, you know, cause he could barely move at that point. He's a very humble, loving guy and all those things that, he learned from that struggle and illness, you know, it definitely was a testimony builder for me. So I think we'll leave it at that. I am thankful for these thoughts. And even though this is not being recorded with the most sophisticated of equipment and you can hear the chirping of something in the background, I'm glad that this is out there as imperfect as it is. And I hope that it is helpful in some way. And, uh, Yeah, the Lord knows what we're going through. He knows where we'll be best suited and we can trust him. So know that that's true. And remember the flux of gold you pick up today will shine for you today, tomorrow, and forever.